Ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and literally around the world, this is your host, hopefully one of your favorite deplorable brothers, David J. Harris Jr. And I have an amazing show for you all today. Thank you so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with me as I break down the truth, the news that's not drenched in liberal bias. It's unadulterated, it's raw, it's real, and it's more important than ever that we all get the truth. Today's broadcast is brought to you by my good friend Mike Lindell's company, My Pillow. Friends, if you need to sleep well, if you want to feel good while you're sleeping, you've got to try Mike Lindell's pillows or his sheets or his mattress topper. I have all of those. My wife absolutely loves his sheets, as do I. There's nothing I love more than actually feeling comfortable, just that you feel so good and cool while you're sleeping. His new Giza sheets are absolutely amazing. Use the promo code David, that's my name, David, when you make your order at MyPillow.com and you can save up to 60%. Yes, Mike Lindell gave a special promo code for me, for you, my audience. So you can save up to 60%, need new pillows, need sheets, want to give your mattress a makeover, get that pillow topper, that mattress topper, just use the code David and you'll save up to 60%. So let's get into my show today. My guest today, the amazing Isaiah Washington, my brother. So good to have you back on the show with me again. How are you doing today? Oh, man, I'm 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 great. No complaints at all. How's self-isolation treating you? We're all doing this, uh, you know, during this pandemic. You're in Southern California. How's life been in the house with the family? <laughs> That's funny, man. Um, I really can't really tweet about how comfortable myself and my family are. We're pretty much homebody. And I think my wife and I just discovered that we've been practicing it for so long. It's, it's, it's not who you know in this business in this time, so you stay away from but we just realized that we've been practicing social distancing here in a place called uh, Los Angeles for 25 years. So <laughs> it's not new to us. We're, 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 <laughs> we're a close-knit family. We have the friends, the core friends that we have. We're, we're pretty much homebodies. And if we are going out, we're going out to restaurants and dinner. But as you know, my wife and I, we're pretty competent cooks ourselves. So we've been exploring uh, some really great recipes and my wife has just lost her mind creating some new uh, recipes. And <laughs> So play a lot of darts. We play a lot. Of, we watch a lot of books. We get a lot of reading done. So you need quiet. You need quiet in, in the ether, in the world. And it just feels like everything from my perspective, although people are hurting, mm-hmm. suffering, and I am aware of that and sensitive to that, I'm just telling you my experience. I don't feel in prison. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I feel like I got my family. I, I'm sure, even if I were a single, I, I probably would, I had 200 birds when I lived in Brooklyn. I had 200 birds that kept me covered. 200 birds I had to take care of. Wow. So if I was even in New York and single, I would have to go out I'd maybe get food for my cat and myself. I've never had a problem being alone, bro. You're not going to break me, put me in prison because I have my mind. I can always, you got a good book, you can go anywhere. People don't don't really appreciate, I'm a bibliophile. People don't appreciate reading anymore. They don't have the time. But I really feel now with this time that people's attention span are going to get longer because you're forced to think 
in long form and not short term, short form anymore. That's just my theory. I could be wrong. I have to always look at the positive of even the most intense negatives. For example, I just tweeted earlier about my experience help fighting the Ebola outbreak in my native country, Syria. Yes, in 2014. It broke, it broke out in 2014. It did not end until 2016. So I, I'm not, I, I dealt with the stress of every day of losing people I know yeah. on the ground personally that work for my organization. Wow. So I had people that actually worked for my foundation that was on the ground fighting for their lives. So I guess in a, in a unique way, I don't want to say bizarre or strange because those are negatives, but I'm built for this. Uh, I, I've, already, my, I've already been challenged. I was in a lot of pain because I was working on the 100. I was in Vancouver. I did a commercial. I did an ad. I was trying to raise money. People didn't know what to do, what to think of it. Nobody knew whether it was going to be absconded. It just—it was just like now, right? It's like now. Mm. Now, but imagine I'm in Canada, but dealing with what we're dealing with right now, this sense of helplessness and negativity, I already went through that for two years straight, starting 2014. And it just, it just dawned on me this morning when I started tweeting that kind of uh, already been down this path. And we survived it. I survived it. Countries moved on. People moved on. It will pass. Yes, it will. Well, I love your positive attitude. I think that that's one thing that Americans have had to try to make a decision. I mean, we all make a decision, but when you are isolated and with your family and you're isolated, I think it really helps to reinforce, you know, how much time and investment we have been putting into our relationships. And if we already have, like it sounds like you, I know you do, then it's not like it's a hard thing to deal with. It's sad when we hear about the, you know, the divorce rate and the alcohol increasing and people's drug use increasing because there's so much hopelessness out there. I think it's really shining a light on underlining issues that a lot of Americans have that they just maybe have not been dealing with. You know, they don't deal with it and uh, they just keep going through the motions, but being forced to stay in, in our houses and only communicate with our families and uh, and not have all these external outside things, you know, tank, yanking, yanking on us. It, it really puts a spotlight on probably what are the most important things in our life, which is uh, our families, our kids and and our health. So to hear that you're being creative and cooking, I always see your posts, man, when you cook. I'm like, man, I need to go see Isaiah. <laughs> that looks really good. I'll take a flight. <laughs> I've tried to, to back off a lot of those kinds of posts because, again, I want to be sensitive to, you know, most of my witnesses. I don't call the followers that may, unfortunately, and I, uh, there's some people that I've, I've actually helped since what I could to them. I got their addresses. They didn't ask. It wasn't much, you know, a little bit can help. I've been doing that. I've been doing that anyway. And I just trust that when they get the, the gift that they're using it for what they said they're using it for. And some people have been transparent and said, yeah, I wouldn't have bought some, some groceries with this, this $200, Mr. Washington. So I've been doing that. I probably see it now, but that's just who I am. I do what I can, where I can, when, when God, you know, puts it on my heart. I've always been a servant of the people, always been a servant of God. So I've, I'm uh, and a warrior for God. So I'm not, this is not new to me. It's unfortunate, but I, I agree with you that some of these 
people have to be in week now. I've made a lot of choices. You know, I haven't had any, uh, I haven't had any alcohol or, well, I would say spirits in three months now, mostly mm-hmm. because I'm preparing for another role. I hope that's this year going growing. And, but I don't miss it. The choice of drinking a lot of bourbon and whiskey and all that, I, I don't miss it. I drink it now and it doesn't even, you know, taste like crap. I'd rather drink some apple cider vinegar now. <laughs> I, I got some. Hopefully, I got some right here. I put apple cider vinegar in my water every day. Every time I fill up my water bottle, I got apple cider vinegar in there. I really think if people, and it's hard, it's just me, man, but if people choose to look at this incredible negative and find the positive, I think a lot of us, collectively speaking, and what I hope, uh, uh, we'll come off a better, uh, saner, and healthier human beings for those of us who are not dealing with virus head on. And let me be clear, I'm very sensitive to food insecurity out there, and that's why I don't tweet as much about what I'm cooking. I just don't think that's appropriate at this, at this time. Um, hopefully, the show comes up, it will be received well, and we can hopefully be at the, at the, at the end of this. The light, see some light at the end of the tunnel, and, and, and know that it's not an uncommon train. It's actually some good light. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I appreciate I appreciate the fact that you take all things into consideration before you post. Unlike Nancy Pelosi, one of the leaders of the Democrats of today, and uh, and a politician for California that is going on her doing live videos in front of her twenty five thousand dollar refrigerators and showing everybody what's in her refrigerator and talking about chocolate when some people. People are having a hard time getting food. Where's the disconnect for a politician to do something like that? Did you see the video I'm talking about? Uh, I don't have to. She's an idiot. She's a selfish, <laughs> wannabe, one percenter. She's when you're worth whatever she's worth, and I really don't care at this point. It's clear this woman uh, is embittered by the years of. I think her best years was thwarted when our foreign policies and our local policies and our leadership was probably even more toxic. And this is not to give her a pass. I, I really look at a person that has, has really met well 30 years ago, really tried to play the game as a politician. But what I see now is a person that is, is, is says, well, I'm going to just keep going so I could build my foundation of wealth for my, me and mine. I'm starting to see a person that has given up for whatever reason. Um, Power, greed, money. Well, you know, again, I, I go back to, I've talked to some Congress people and they said that they've been beating their head against the wall for so long, trying to do the right thing and get something done in the last 20 years. They started off with all this hope and they started off with all this forever. And for whatever reasons, these policies didn't get done because of both, both parties, not just the Democratic Party. They're telling me things for the people didn't happen because of both parties. We have dinos and rhinos. We have elites still yeah. in our, our I agree. system. It's still rotten, okay? Yeah, I agree. Now, now to go back to that, it's like I've, I've had people say to me, it's like, uh, Isaiah, I'm getting older. I got to get mine. I got to get mine mm. before I die. I got to enjoy my life and, and build my foundational wealth for my family. And that's what I see this woman doing. And I see that she knows whatever she knows. And it's kind of like the blinders are on. And I don't want to be gross. And I know you have Christians listening, but she's just, like, she just telling everybody, F you. 
You don't understand. You don't get it. I try. And it's ugly. It's nasty. All of it is corrupt. It's all, all right. Now, I'm not giving her a pass, but from my observation, looking closely, I can't see a woman that came into this to, to enrich herself only. I see a human being that has says, I have access to that, and I'm working this hard all these years, and I deserve this. So now, what happens? What happens when a person in their mind goes, starts justifying, you know, what they say, the, 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 the means justify the end. Yeah. You know, the end just whatever it is. Yeah. I think means, that's, the, in my the, opinion. The justify the means, yeah. I think that's what we're seeing now. And, and, and self-awareness about her wealth and access, it's gone, bro. It's gone. What don't you think though that some individuals literally specifically get into politics because they know politics equals power equals money equals influence? Not saying maybe Nancy didn't come in with right with good intentions, but she's been in office 20 30 years and to my knowledge California's in a pretty tough situation in a lot of in a lot of fronts. Her nephew Gavin Newsom is the new governor and one of the first things that he did was immediately give funding to illegal aliens, healthcare and then immediately turn around and find Californians that didn't have health care. Just this week, he allocated $125 million to illegal aliens, given 150,000 illegal aliens $500 to, to deal with this pandemic. Do you think that some politicians literally just see politics as a way to get in and use it for power, money, greed in themselves? I would say yes and no. If I would become going to politics, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it that way because well, I've already I, been yeah, I don't think you would, you know, so, and I don't think I you think, would change either. I don't think you would be warped and twisted by the potential for power, money and greed, but I, I definitely think it's grabbed a hold of a lot of people. I will, I will not knowing enough. And I, I, I want to, I don't want to cast a large net or expersions on every politician because I do know there are totally. a lot of politicians there. Yeah. Not everybody. Some really good ideas. And, and, and really are trying to do their jobs. And I think right now, what I'm working with Legacy Republic, uh, Alliance, uh, Republicans Alliance uh, is that we're, we're, we're trying to get that new energy in there. Now, what I will say this, what I have observed, being at the White House Correspondents Dinner, my first one, I think, in 2006, what I have observed uh, about some of the personalities is I would venture to say, in my observation in the last 14 years, I would venture to say that those extremely educated individuals who feel like they have worked very hard to get their masters and some PhDs and double masters, and they I have observed that they feel like they have they are deserving of something. And that mm. that 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 deserving of something is possibly acknowledgement, local, regional. Uh, I mean, city, regional, state, national, internationally acknowledgement. Okay, I have observed that some of the personalities are no different than the personality of a boxer or an actor. They put on the suits, they put on the makeup, and they have a speechwriter, and they go before the world on television, and they love it. Some of them love it. They hear the sound of their voice more than remembering why they started to do what they started to do in the first place. Mm -hmm. I have a Observe that the, the power, the recognition, the fame, more like most things, 
have corrupted many of them. Just yeah. an observation. Well, and I think your observations um, are very keen. You know, you've been in Hollywood for a long, long time, hugely successful career. You mentioned the the series 100. Absolutely loved that series. If you're watching or listening to this right now and you haven't seen the 100, make sure you go check that out. But um, from an inside perspective, being in Hollywood, you know, you, you were I like the way you frame things, Isaiah, because you frame things in a very in a very diplomatic way, you know, not wanting to say too much of this or that. Do you think you'd ever run for politics? I don't know why people keep asking these questions. <laughs> I've got colleagues of mine that are political that keep saying, Isaiah, don't answer that question. Don't say yes and don't say no. <laughs> I, I, I would say this. Aren't I more, more interested in not being a politician right now at this time? I would say right now you're a huge advocate for clarity and truth and on what's going on in politics and your huge platform gives you the ability to speak your mind freely without, uh, I mean, again, when you're black, when you support the president right now, you're a target period when you're in Hollywood and you support anything conservative, I think you're a target. So not being in politics, I understand what you mean about right now. I've had to deal with that in the last, specifically in the last 12 months and it's really worked out very very good for me. <laughs> you good. Know, it's, it's, really, it, it's empowered and, and ingratiated me with more powerful and extremely wealthy people that I actually want to do things that I'm interested in doing uh, without having these crazy nut jobs in control here in Hollywood. So we put thrust into this perfect storm. And thank God that I've had the experience as an actor, uh, an entertainer, um, to be able to help those who are trying to navigate in this business to figure out what kind of content. I think right now what people have to understand uh, that the content coming on the other side of this COVID-19 uh, attack out of China, which it is, there's going to be some new moguls, new politicians, new multi-millionaires, new Jeff Bezos, new people with kinder, gentler spirits, better karma, selfless people that are going to be thrust, like yourself, into a position uh, to do some really, really great things through their content. Why do I know this? We're, Zoom is not hurting right now. Netflix, Hulu is not hurting right now. Right. Anything, digital, anything digital is not hurting right now. Why? Because people are going to be at home for quite some time. Yeah. This is the new normal. The new normal. We're not going back to what we used to know. Okay? We're not. I hate to say that it's not doomsday, but get used to having that mask being very much a part of your your lifestyle. And that's Mm. okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Because I really believe if we make the choices collectively and realize that we're we're in this together, is that we can become healthier, stronger, and wiser, and more powerful human beings to deal with the forces that clearly don't want our input, don't want us draining their resources, and want to get this population down to 500 million. We know what that are. We don't have to get into the conspiracy theory. It is clear. It is clear as the nose on my face that yeah. there is force going on that has the human being is at the lower rung. The lower rung. They, and, 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 and this is a class war. That people that still think all this is about race, well, people, hallelujah. It hasn't been, never has been. Race, racism has just been the 
biggest, most profitable distraction. Now, is there bigotry in the world? Yes. Is there ignorance in the world? Yes. Is there hatred and self-hatred in the world? Yes. But now is the time for us to deal with all of those demons. And even if there's mental illness, you have to find care. You have to find a way. You know, the worst thing that I'm dealing with with a colleague of mine that suffers from a form of mental illness is to isolate him. Mm. The more I check in on him, the more I show love to him, we know what his struggle is. We don't have to keep regurgitating that. Right. We know what he struggled with. And I'm guiding him to help. I've gotten him psychologists to talk to. I've gotten him to supplement. So when you acknowledge what the issue is, you don't isolate those who are drug addicted. Right. Or drink anything. Anything, the, yeah. The, 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 what I've discovered now, but I've always known this, but now if you have someone who's suffering and they're in your home, you have to deal with them. Yeah. You just have to. Yes. Right? Absolutely. What, what a novel idea. They call it the novel coronavirus. And I go, what a novel idea. Yeah, novel. <laughs> Is that we actually have to take care of one another. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. We seriously have to hunker down and budget and plan out how we have to go, hey, man, you taking a walk? Hey, don't forget your mask. Whatever the reasons, whether you believe it's going to hit you or not, I don't want anyone in my family to be a target. I don't want them to be a target by my neighbors or people that, that just or maybe not wrapped too tight and go, hey, that guy doesn't have a mask on. He's trying to kill me and then hurt one of my, my family members because I wouldn't be too happy about that. Right, that uh, put me in a place where ah, I'm activated. I'm gonna want justice. Right, I'm not gonna yes. wait on the police. I'm not gonna yeah. wait on the police. Now I want one, and then I'm gonna get off of me. Okay, so I I know who I am, and I know what I'm capable of, and I know my heart. But I'm hoping and praying that the people see the Nancy Pelosi's. I think she's a very, very tragic figure right now. You know, I can't even, I'm not going to even tweet at her anymore. Because now I think I'm not, I'm not interested in adding her anymore. Because I don't need to look at the video. What about the fact that, you know, the first, the first relief bill, the first coronavirus relief bill was held up for over a week that, that was originally put together very bipartisan by the Senate. You know, Republicans, Democrats both worked on that. And then Pelosi flew out from San Francisco to D.C. and pretty much crashed and burned the whole thing and started rewriting it. And it took an extra week and a half or whatever it was. Now they're doing the same thing. The another $250 billion was just offered up a new bill, a new package to help support small businesses. And the Democrats are, again, stonewalling this. David. Yeah. I'm no longer interested to see the obvious. You see what happened in Michigan with their yeah. governor? Yep. Yeah, there's an uprising the over there. People, the people have to decide enough. And there's only exactly. one way you can do that. You have to hit the streets, man. You got to give up the PlayStation and give up the Xbox. And you have to go and tell these people, I see that you're corrupt. I see that you're hurting me. And damn, they're killing me. I see it. We don't, we don't have to keep regurgitating what we see. 
I don't want to curse Stevie Wonder, but God rest his soul. Ray Charles can see what's happening right now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I hope people are paying attention. You just you don't get that from the mainstream media, though. You know, the mainstream media is nonstop lying to us. If you need any more thumbs you, F you from these people, then you're a masochist. Yeah. At this point, I'm not a masochist. I'm not into masochism or sadism. I'm not, I'm not into that freaky issue. I'm not into any of that, man. I get yeah. it. They don't care. Yep. You know, I'm not going to be that star fucking boyfriend that you break up with me and I just keep having hope that you, we're going to get back together. I'm not that guy. Once you put me down, <laughs> I get it. She, he, they are in it together. Therefore, we need to be in this together yes. to get them legally out of power. Yes. End of story. It is yep. no longer a game. This is not a drill. This is not the internet. I'm prepared. I keep telling people. If I got to walk down Pennsylvania Avenue myself, armed by myself, got dug it for myself and my family, family first, then God first, family, then America, in that order. Yep. I'm prepared to do that. I'm not asking for it any help or support. I, I, I'm serious, man. It's, 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 I'd be beyond, there with you. You say the word and I'd be there with you. It's beyond, beyond arrogant. It's beyond disgusting. It's beyond unfair. It's, it's like, how much more do you expect <laughs> under these circumstances and these conditions? How much more are you expecting people to just disappear into Netflix and Hulu when they're hurting like this? Yeah. They don't care. Okay? They don't. And guess what? They can afford not to care about what they think. Exactly. Yeah, I know it was just published today. I think you even retweeted it, the article where there's seven states, eastern states, and even three western states that have uh, formed a coalition, basically, to keep their states on lockdown. And they're all Democrats. Well, till May 15th, yeah. There's no conspiracy about that. That's just logic. No, no, exactly. That's why why they've already look what they've been prepared to do to keep from being exposed by this president. Of course, they're going to hurt 320 million people. And what they're telling you, if you try to come and hurt me, I'll put you in federal prison. I'll arrest your ass. If you don't let me kill you, I'm going to put you in prison. Now, hey, those are your choices. If you you don't allow me to kill you, I'll make life difficult for you. Oh, what a what a novel idea! It's absolutely insane. Now, yep. Are you insane for acknowledging those who are clearly insane? (laughs) Does that make you? Why are you? Why we put in a position to question? our sanity or be driven crazy when we're looking at behavior that is clearly not logical in any shape, form, or matter on any level of quest for democracy. 
But yet, we are afraid. Afraid of what? Afraid of dying? We all got to do that. Stop it. If we believe and if you have faith, if you believe you're going to see Jesus, God, your Lord, and your Savior, then what's the problem? What are you afraid of? I don't understand this fear. I don't do fear, Margaret. I don't do it, man. The greatest thing I fear is fear itself. I know it's no good. It's the worst the worst opiate in the world. Worse yep. than any drug. Fear. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just me, man. We have a free talk, right? But, you know, you edit, do whatever you got to do, but I'm just saying. No, it's good. I think it's all good. Um, no, people need to understand that fear is, I believe, fear is a tool of the enemy to try to drive us to do things that we wouldn't normally do, make decisions that, that don't fit our value system. And it's a lot of unnecessary worry and anxiety. And, and, it, and that will kill you all by itself. It's horrible for your body. It's horrible for your cells. It's horrible for your soul. You know, so I think you're exactly right. You know, individuals that are battling fear need to turn that into having faith in God. And if they don't know God, then they should probably ask somebody that does know God, why do they have faith and peace and not fear? Well, not only that, why are you sitting on your behind and not doing anything about it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Didn't, didn't so wear the, I've read the Quran, the Bhagavad Gita, I've read the Bible a few times over my life. And I do think there is something there. If you take one step, God will take two. Yes. Yeah, I've always heard it said, if you take one, God will take three. But well, I know the one thing's clear. He, he will meet you when you when you seek him. Absolutely. Well, you know, like I said, you know, Isaiah 54, 17, very clearly. That's where I'm at. I do know that Isaiah has the most chapters than any prophet in the Old Testament. 66 of them would be that. I read yep. them all. Ironically, my name is Isaiah. And I'm being attacked just like Isaiah was. And all he did was preach the gospel of the love of God. All I'm doing is preaching freedom and the love of freedom. That's all I'm doing. Yeah. The irony of it all, right? The irony of it all. I have no fear, bro. Do you? Do I look scared? No. Do I look angry? Nope. I'm not. I'm not angry. I'm not. You know, your audience has to be clear on where I stand. I've been thrust in probably meeting you and the other unchained. Nine. Remember, I told you we need to take this picture. Yes. The optics going to oh, be yeah. something. Yep. In Washington D.C. Well, Trump Hotel. I've been following my God's instinct, given instinct. Most of my since I was eight years old, I've had some extraordinary people, and I'm not going to post their name. After two years of just calling me everything but the child of God, or coming to me going, I'm there. I love you, man, but I love you more. I, I didn't understand. I mm. did not understand. I didn't, I didn't see it. But now I see what Trump is doing. I mm. see it. And you know, that doesn't make me feel like I'm a winner. That doesn't make me feel like I'm right. I'm disheartened that it's taken two years or a year of them watching me be excoriated by the press and the social media. For them to go, now I understand why. Right. Yeah. But that's amazing that you are getting more of that. You know, I know Vernon Jones, a Democrat uh, congressman, he just recently came out in supporting the president, a lifelong Democrat. 
you know, a member of the black community. I think there's a lot more of that taking place because we can't you can't argue with the facts of what this president's done. You just, we just, nobody can. And you can't argue with the policy, too, because the policies outlast the person. That's yeah. how I got here. Always policy, policy, kill them with the policy, kill them with the policy. Yeah. I'm no longer interested in looking at these disgusting aunts and nephews here in California that are thieves. I don't like thieves very much. And I care less about liars. And a day of reckoning is near. Yes. Justice is coming. Yes, it is. In our lifetime. I agree. Absolutely. And it's not because I want it. It's not because I want it or I feel victimized. I just have to be forced to sit here and look at those who have less than I do, who don't have a voice. And this is like we're in a third world country. How dare you? Yeah. You think you want to get away with this behavior? No. Not in this lifetime and not in the next 15. You think going to happen. It's too vast. It's too ugly. Too arrogant. Just fast. No reason. Just, I don't think I've ever seen anything like this. This is not black life. And I'm not even black anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Expound on that. Expound on that. I'm a Mindy man out of Sierra Leone. My father is Mbundu. I'm a people. I'm a mixture of two extraordinary people that have given me this interesting melanin, 100% on my father and 99% on my my mother's side. I don't know where the other 1% is from. Maybe, you know, Cro-Magnon. I'm not sure and I don't care. But my frequency is clear because I know where I come from. Therefore, I know where I'm going. And yes. that's in the physical and the spiritual sense. No fear. George Washington lived. James Baldwin lived. Malcolm X. Martin Luther King lived. And they still live. Yes. So why should I be afraid of death? That's just the beginning. That's glory. Jesus still lives. Yes, he does. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Yep, that's what separates him from every other religion and belief out there is no other religion says that God actually came to earth to live as a man, to die on a cross and rise again. And he did all that for love for us. That dude is still a rock star. Yes. (laughs) He said, you only live once, YOLO. He said, psych. Jesus is still a rock star. Yes, absolutely. I mean, Muhammad is still a rock star. Let me go on. You know, Ganesh, Shiva. Well, Muhammad never, Muhammad died and then rise again. Well, so there's a difference. We can always go back. All the stories come out of ISIS and the horse. It all goes from the beginning. You know, it's e- e- all the same stories. Trust me. It all goes from the beginning. We're not going to debate that. I get it. Same old story. Reincarnation, same story. Look at what happened, how they just severed, you know, horse's body. And I, you, you read it's, it's the same story. The question, the point I'm making is 
It's a beautiful story. It's a story about hope, resurrection, and everlasting life in the eternal. Same story. The question is, I no longer debate how you get to that realization. You can't get to eternal life without going through Jesus. I understand what's in the Bible. Yes. I understand what's in the Bible. But do you understand where did Jesus come from? Well, he was a part of God. Where, the, where is God the the greatest? Is there another God larger than God? Is there there's the cre- there's Jesus the creator, there's the creator. I mean, is he's got a lot of he's got a lot of names that are in the Bible. Is there another God bigger than Jesus? Is Jesus bigger than God? No, they're the, they're one. They're they're part of the same God. Oh really? They're Absolutely. One? How is the Father and the Son? What's that? The Father and the Son. It can't be one. Well, they're the right. same God. But they're, but they're, but they each, they each have their own individual distinction, just like, just like Holy Spirit does. I rock with every single thing God has created. I respect and love. But God comes first before any man. God first, yes. Holy. And and Jesus was God in the flesh. So the story goes. (laughs) Well, that's how the story goes. And then he either, which he also said he was, but. You know, the, the interesting thing that, that, that I think is awesome for our, our listeners and viewers, Jesus could only be one of three things. He was either telling the truth, or he was a con man, or he was just a lying lunatic, and nothing he says carries weight. Now, even the Quran acknowledges that Jesus was uh, a teacher, a scholar, but when Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and nobody can get to heaven but through me, We've got to fit that into one of those three boxes. Either he was telling the truth, or he was a liar, or he was a con man. So for for me, it comes back to, I believe in the deity, that God was Jesus. Two separate entities, two separate uh, aspects, if you will, of his person. Kind of like you, right? I know that I know that I'm talking to you, Isaiah, because of your voice. I can hear you. You have a very distinct voice. Yet that is not you, the person, right? You, the person, is I can see you. Two distinctions of you, but they're still part of you. And then you've got Isaiah's force. You hit something, someone, it's going to move, right? Now you've got the power of Isaiah. It's all still part of you, but yet they're three different distinct things. That's uh, one way to describe how there's God, for me, there's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. It's also simplified by talking about water. Right? You can put water in a kettle. When it boils, it turns into steam. We change the name. It's still water. You put water in an ice box. It, tur- it, it freezes. Now you can hold it and handle it. It's still water, but we change the name. David, and, then you, and then you've got water. Save yourself. Well, I can't save myself. That's why I need the Messiah. <laughs> you save yourself in this conversation. God, to me, <laughs> is you. Every the sun, everything that I like, I said to you, God is every living thing that God has created. You don't have to tell me the breakdown, and I got it. I'm fifty, almost fifty-seven years old, brother. Been yeah. there, done that. Been a Sunni been there. Lived in a circle. I got. It. I, I agree with you. I'm telling you, I'm at the point in my life where God is everywhere, everywhere, and that is that is what's beautiful. I see God in. Everything I, I'm, I'm able to see with these God's created eyes, 
And I'm so grateful for that. Yes. Oh, I agree with that. Absolutely. I agree with that hundred percent. I mean, I'm not, I mean, it's, it's, it's your, it's your right to define the the distinctions and what the Bible says, which is a beautiful book. Okay. Respect it highly. I'm just saying where I'm at, my level of proactivity, there's such a word, of being proactive is trying to find the solutions, real solutions, real boots on the ground, real change with my God-given talent and my God-given intellect, and hopefully not using too much ego, which is easing God out, in my opinion. Absolutely. No, I think you are the solution. I think for the rest of my life. I think you bring a lot of solutions to the table and just you exemplify that in how you live and operate. And I I appreciate it. It's a grain of salt. I appreciate that. It's a grain of salt. Just one little grain of salt in the in the in a sea of salt, so to speak. Yeah. We are and uh, I, I think that, you know, for everyone to have faith is so much it's so we don't have to explain why we believe what we believe as long as we're believing in the right thing to we can agree that we see a lot of darkness which there's more darkness in the universe than it is like the sun sun has an incredible job the sun never goes out you know i won't be here i hope i won't be here when the sun stops shining then yeah. you know all these conversations all this everything's going to change scientifically right oh yeah spiritually who knows i don't know we have the thing, the thing about the afterlife is we haven't had real person come back and tell us what to expect, which is fine with me, which is fine with me. I don't, I'm okay with phenomena. I'm, I'm okay with, I like surprises. <laughs> 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 I, I don't need to know everything. I like that to me, spiritually, spiritually I, I'm okay. Uh, surprise me. I'm too busy loving myself, my family, yes. uh, my friends that allow me to love them the way I love them. I'm busy enjoying the way you David. At this point, to fall into any debates or on on why I'm feeling this way—that's not the tantamount of my interest at this point. I do know that you and I both can agree that we both have suffered. We mm-hmm. both have done things by choice that was were not good for our bodies, our mind. Oh yeah. And I can attest to that. We've been released. We've been released and given an opportunity um, to make good on the second chance, and for some of us, third, fourth, fifth chance. Right? Yeah. That what I'm proud of you for seeing you shine and even shine even more. And your commitment uh, to the president, our president, in the last 12 months, getting to know you. I, I think that level of courage comes. You know where it comes from. You know. You know darkness. You know bad. You know, so you know now where you are, where your heart lies and, and what gives you sustenance. It's yes. not, it's not, <clears throat> when I say save yourself, you don't have to, you don't have to, if I may, define why you are, what you are, where you are, what you believe, because I agree with you. That's what I'm saying. The conversation is wasted in this conversation because I agree with you. I don't disagree with you. I agree with everything that you're saying. I'm just saying that the bigger picture is going first and then work my way down. <laughs> yeah. You know, pretty much well, 
like Jesus did. Je- Jesus didn't take his own orders. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's, I think it was great conversation for all the listeners out there, all the viewers. I think it's great conversation. And, and I appreciate everything that you're saying as well. I mean, it starts with loving people first, you know, loving ourselves. We, and you have to be able to love yourself before you can truly love somebody else. They make the word love sound so corny, don't they? They really make it yeah. like bad. Isn't it? I mean, we both can agree they've made hope and just dirty words. And now that I've gotten older, mature, probably being a man and my body, God dog it, I didn't start maturing until I was 45. That sucks. Mm. I just wish my brain, God, when I see you, had a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Why the maturation process where certain human beings and males don't kick in until they're 40. In other words, we don't get it. You know, we got to wait till we're 45 and then they finally go, oh, that's what you want me to do, God. God. Yeah, oh, I hear you. God. No, I, and some, and I know some people that that still hasn't happened yet and they're in their 60s. So thank God it's, it's happened to us. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I think we're looking at some of them right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's unfortunate. But like I said, man, um, you know, I'm not taking the vaccine until Bill Gates takes it. Um, absolutely. I'm not abiding by anything that Gavin Newsom will be putting down. That's going to be, a, I'll make that very clear. I'm prepared to to do what I have to do, fight for that, fight for my human right. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. I'm not abiding by it. We're going to see where this thing goes come May 3rd and May 15th. And then, you know, uh, we have a plan. We have some plans here in, in, in California that people who are going to, who's going to go back to work. We're going to go back to work. Yes, uh, this quarantine. Okay. No, man, not listening to the Mockingbird lies. I'm not listening to Fauci. We yeah. get it, dude. So just like Michigan, we're going back to work. You're getting out of office or else. What are you going to do about it? Exactly. That needs to be the we direction. Stand the, we stand on the facts. We stand on the truth. This is not hyperbole. We're not going to deal with the fear. And it's not, you know, the lies of, oh, Isaiah, you're wealthy. You have money. You wealth over health. No, dude, I'm not. I'm not that. You know I'm not that. That's yes. not what I'm saying. If you don't look around, healthy people should not be allowed not to work. Right. Dude, this is a political hit. This yep. is a strategy people that don't mean us well collectively. You don't see that. If you think that's conspiracy theory, then you're crazy at this point. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't see how Americans could realize what's going on right now. Alan Baldwin can like I said, he doesn't he doesn't say anything. Like Brother Billy Baldwin, they don't come at me on Twitter no more because they know they can't handle the truth. Right. I'm like, I'm not interested in your dogma. I'm not interested in your BS. I'm not even interested in whether you're getting a paid shield or not. I don't care. You're going to have to stop hurting people, man. Exactly. Story. You don't get to hurt people right before my eyes, and I don't speak on it. I mean, you're just going to, you, you know, you come after me. You did. I can handle it. I'm surviving. But now you get to hurt innocent people too because of your political interest and plan or corruption? Nah, man. Nah. Yep. That's the point we're at. It ain't it. It ain't it. Nah. (laughs) Nah. My life and my comfort that much to allow this to go on. Mm. 
That's a good word. Further than collectively, collectively that we can take it. There's no need to. We got more than enough to go around for everybody. All the rest of it is a lie. Yeah. I mean, case in point, how is it if we don't have it, how can you blow $700 million, Bloomberg? How can Gates be around and have all what worth several billions and hundreds of billions of dollars and you're not sending the people, American people, got doggone check, stimulus check? Right. <laughs> to take a vaccine when you can send them a $2,000 check two or three, four, for the rest of the next six months and let them go back to work and create sanitizer things. Dude, stop lying to me, man. That makes no sense. This to be logical. You yeah. are pushing $500 million a year to an organization that is hurting people that you've been a part of, yep. but yet you don't have the money to deal with the American people you say you're trying to protect? I mean... It's crazy. Ray Charles can see this. Yeah, Ray Charles can see it for sure. I think Americans are waking up. I think a lot of Americans are waking up to exactly what's going on, who's actually on the side of America, and who just hates Trump and is willing to do whatever, no matter who gets hurt, no matter who gets drugged through more crap, winds up destitute. You know, they just they don't care as long as they can. They feel like they can hurt this president. And I believe it's waking a lot of people up. It's it's good for their business model. I mean, that is I guess. Dude, trust me when I tell you. There are a lot of people. I mean, even if and trust me, bro, it's not gonna, it's not gonna, no nah, man, it's not gonna happen. Not in America. Trust me when I tell you. Yeah, um, I that's agree. All I'm, I'm that. They don't. And, and, and what they say to the kids on the street, they don't, they don't want that smoke. <laughs> I agree. Well, send us a, give us a message of hope. What do you think is ha- going to happen the rest of this year? How soon do you think that uh, we'll be through this? What's what's on the other side? Let's say let's say that what's on the other side of this pandemic? What will America have gained? And what do you see? What do you see going into twenty twenty one? Can't believe that's first time I've actually mentioned twenty twenty one. What do you see as America's uh, what's going into twenty twenty one with? Well, whatever the message is that God sends through me that that doesn't involve hurting people, making people suffer, or confusing people. Whatever God puts on on my heart to tweet, that hopefully will give hope and give strategy and and, and remove fear and, and invigorate in a positive way to save yourself. Literally, we have to literally we're responsible for actually saving our own lives right now. Yeah, literally. this is not figuring. This is not a drill. Right. This is we not a drill. You put yourself at actual risk. Mm. But, okay, I'm willing to accept that. But you got to leave my president alone. Yes. You got you got, you got to leave him alone now. Move on, y'all. Move along now. Right. Or you will find yourself removed, literally. But, <laughs> as they used to say on, on, on the plantation, get on away from him. Get on away from him. <laughs> right. Get, get, get away from him. When you talk about a troublemaker, well, it's getting to the point where I'm saying to the people, start saying to their corrupt politician, you got to go. You got to go. You got to go. And you may have to go before we vote you out. You just got to go. We no longer consent. 
to your government. We're just not. We have the power. It's we the people. Don't forget. Don't transfer. Still a living document. I don't care what they say. We have the power to get you out of office. We do. And I think we're going to do it. We We need to. The spark spark is already lit. It's already there. Michigan had already showed us the way. It's beautiful. Well, Isaiah, thank you so much. This was an amazing interview. We definitely dived into some things. Uh, you know, we, I was just trying to, it's always fun to see where we land and where we go, but it was definitely enjoyable. Uh, it's always an honor and a, pre- a pleasure to have you on, my brother. God bless you and your family okay. right now during this time. Thank you for being the voice of strength and courage and hope that you are all across your social media and just every interview that I hear you do. It's always consistent and we need you. We need your voice. Uh, we need your strength and your uh, your commitment to this fight is definitely a blessing for all of us. So thank you so, so much for what you're doing. Hey, man, I, I, I would never turn a blessing down. I'll never turn a prayer down. Thank you so much. <laughs> Absolutely. My pleasure. All right. God bless you. We will. I'd love to have you on again soon. Hopefully after we get out of this pandemic, we'll do it again. Okay. We're going to come out on the, like I said, there's light at the end of the tunnel and that light is not an uncommon train. All right. Yes. I believe it. Yep. All right. Thank you so much, Isaiah. We'll talk to you again soon. All right, brother. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Friends, there you have it. We've got a brother right there that knows exactly what's going on, that shares the truth, that speaks the truth, and has an amazing message for all Americans. If you enjoyed this, please share it with friends, share this podcast with some friends, and just know that we are going to come through this and come out on the other side of it better, more united and more uh, prayed up and more focused than ever before. God bless you. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.